Hello, and broadcasting from the beautiful central coast of California, it's the Dr. Death Danger Radio Show! How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Triple D Radio Show with their host and buddies, James and Edward. Edward, what's good? Oh, sorry. I was waiting for you to tell everyone we have timestamps. Well, (laughs) we have timestamps. It's going good. We've got a... In the description. Got a good show for y'all today. We've, of course, got the customary Hot or Not from Mr. Hot or Not, Jake Boneshill. Can't wait to see how he's absolutely just... Completely broken inside this week on audio. What? I think it's just at this point. What? Uh, I think he's just being a gimmick. Well, maybe. Here we go, Mister. I think he's just broken inside, having to set out his frustrations on a random podcast. And I'm just like, no, I think Jake's just being a gimmick at this point. Calm down. And then uh, our classic album review this week, as selected off audio. Uh, this one's for you, Ma. We have Peter Gabriel's So. That's just what it's called. It's called So, a.k.a. that record with big time on it. Yeah, which I don't even think it was really a lead single. It was like a fifth single. Yeah, it was. The only reason we know it, because it was a theme to a WrestleMania in 2006. And when the, the record came out? 1986. Yeah. Um, it also had Sledgehammer on, which is cool. And then we've got episode four of maybe the worst show we've ever had on this fucking show. It's pretty bad. Super group. That or just boring. It's one of the two. Actually, it's both. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's easy. Oh on, no, you it, know it's easy. They, on, it's easy on note taking. I just need to let that shit play, and then I very rarely have to pause it because there's just entire moments of nothing or bullshit happening for minutes on end. Yep. I'm like, this is awful, but it's making my job easier. Yep. I would just say, hey, no, is it bad as season three of Rock of Love? That's hard to say because they're two yeah. completely different types of bad. True, the true, true. Rock and Love season true, three true. was a dying gimmick on its last legs, whose bright <sighs> idea was, "Hey, I have an idea. Let's get a bus. Yeah, sorry, let's get two buses. Yeah, let's get two buses, and let's just get the trashiest gals that we could possibly get, and have them travel on the road." In the most unflattering like scenery. This show was like, hey, let's get five, let's get five rock stars who at that point were old and aging with huge egos. And let's watch how in the the idea is let's see him form a super band that's gonna rock the world. But in reality and executions, let's watch these five assholes get nothing done for half of the show's run. Yep. Spoilers, I guess. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoilers. How was your week? Uh, since last uh, podcasting, I'm trying to think. Oh no, I'm a little tired. You right sound. Now. I was about to say you sound tired. Yes, I'm kind of fucking tired. Yeah, want it, you want a yerba mate? I don't have a yerba. Oh, I guess if you did, you would have grabbed one. Yeah. So no, I don't have any of that. I'm a little tired. It's been just a day where I had to like wake up, donate blood, and then run. I had to go first run, pick up our base amp, but it wasn't powering on. I was like, okay, maybe. 
That's just something at the shop, which I had to run all the way back to our space, which is one town over, and mm. then find out it's not powering on. So I had to go back, drop it back off. Luckily, the guy was able to fix it today. Oh, wow. Like, literally, like, 30 minutes, turn around, just blown a fuse. It turned on, came back here, dumped it, did a delivery, tried to figure out freaking something to eat before the show. It's just been kind of a busy day for me. I wish I could kind of just nap, but... We got a podcast. At least try to get in. You wanna? You wanna just get right to it? Oh no! Is there something you want to say? Uh, I don't really have much going on this week, other than uh, um, pff, I <laughs> I procrastinated so hard on on getting this uh, on on getting the episode done. Like I listened to so a bit ago, right? Same. But I was like. But this show, I just kept putting it off, and Sunday was Mother's Day, and I'm like, okay, Monday, as soon as I wake up, I'm just going to hammer out the show. Remember when I texted you I left? I, I had just finished the show and was out the door. Yeah, and I'm sitting there, I was like, I want to go home and make dinner, yeah. since I don't have much money to buy myself a quick meal. I had to go make something as quick as I can, which making something never as fast. No. So, but... I'm trying to think if there's anything ha 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 stories or disasters. I don't know. My brain ain't work- my brain ain't working <laughs> enough to even try to think. I don't know. There was this one customer that I kind of was fucking annoyed with, but I figured out a solution for their problem. Cause I literally was sitting there going like, you know your issues. You got these fucking branches and trees in the way, and this person just seems like they fucking wanted to refuse <laughs> to do, like just do that. So I had to come up with more convoluted situations to fix their fucking problem, which eventually I actually found a spot still having to point through some branches, but whatever gets their internet up and going. And I got the fuck out of there and had to run. Honestly, just been busy with me. I just been doing a lot of like focusing on recording like stuff. So there's been a little bit longer evenings or so for me. And then just kind of hectically running around getting the bass amp prepared. Now I got to get ready to play a show in like two weeks. So I don't know. I've been uh, like not too much ha ha, not too much funny ass shit that I could say. Just a bunch of life shit. Just a bunch of life. Life is very busy (laughs) right now. Yeah. So at least for me. And I think honestly be nice to sleep. But I know I have to like make money because I'm fucking broke right now. But at the same time, it's like, fuck it. I don't know. That's where I'm at. <laughs> it's a lot. All right. Yeah. I'm not living in riches. Yeah. As much as no you silver think I am. spoon for you. No, fucking not. How about you though? No, like I said, I really ain't got much going on. It was Mother's Day. It was nice. Dad barbecued a sick, thick ribeye, so that was rad. Oh. And uh, I'm trying to think. I had to record Dylan. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, James. Yes. And then I like try to like, and then I had to go do deliveries. Mm. Happy Mother's Day to me. <laughs> I did mother, I Mother's Day. I did DoorDash uh, the day before that, um, and I did have one order. It's not haha funny, but at the time I'm like, this is fucking annoying. I had to. Uh, I was at a McDonald's, and it was late. You know what's haha funny? Fucking McDonald's was closed yesterday at uh, after six for Mother's Day. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? That's wow. I didn't know they did that. But yeah, so I got an order for a McDonald's run. And it was only like 325, but I'm like, you know what? I'm right next to it. I'll be in and out. The floor, uh, the floor, the lobby was closed. So I'm like, okay, I got to go into the drive-thru. Um, 
the drive-thru was so full that it was out of like the parking lot and getting onto the street. That's how busy it was. And I know I could have just canceled the order, but I'm like, you know what? I, I'm just here. I'll do it. After 20 minutes of waiting, they get me the bag with the food and whatever. I go to the place and I'm keeping in contact with this gal the whole time. I'm like, hey, it it's big hold up. I'm like, I might be here a while. Just let you know. And I, I, I updated her every couple increments. She's not communicating back, which that's not optimal, but whatever. People don't. You don't have to talk to your DoorDash yeah. if you don't want to. You're not comfortable. I don't care. Whatever. So I drop off the food. And then like about two minutes after I drive away, I get a text message that says, hey, you forgot my food. Now, that's an odd fucking thing to say for the to the guy who's waited 20 minutes in the drive through for you. Turned out the bag they gave me was just the drinks. Now, admittedly, that is on me because well, I can't just pop open the no, bag. No, I'm no, not that's McDonald's. Yeah, that was, and then she said, "Yeah," and I checked with her. I'm like, "This is everything. Is everything like, yep, yep, that's everything." And then I found out, yeah, they only gave me the bag with the drinks. They didn't give me the drinks with the uh, the the bag with the food. The one silver the thing, lining the, was that like, she knew it wasn't my fault, here's so the thing. I didn't get bitched at. I'm just saying, it's like, hey, we can't really like doing these deliveries. McDonald's seals the bags. Yeah. So we're not supposed to break those seals. Oh, yeah. But at that hey, that just shows we're not liabilities. Like, you forgot my food. It's like, you mean McDonald's fought, forgot your food? And she did say it turned out that that's what happened. So that's why I said the one silver lining was she knew it wasn't completely my bad. So it was like, dude, not even that. I would just was like, dude, that's not me. That's a freaking McDonald's. All right. Yeah. There's some restaurants or so that you have to sit there and you got to roast. Got a freaking like like freaking like Taco Bell. Yeah, they're bad at that. Like they'll just forget to give me a fucking drink. So really? I've had that one time where I had to forgot to get a drink and I had to run back and they were just cl- and they were just closed and didn't have the drinks and then I just got a negative review and I'm just like, well, fuck me. That sucks. Oh my god. That sucks. Yeah, it was. And that was right after I did an order where I had to take Chick-fil-A, which I'm pretty sure I heard gunshots outside of when I went there. But I had to go to a Chick-fil-A to Whoa. take to take to this apartment. And I'm like, OK, I've delivered to apartments before. Um, no one was down to meet me. I They had to they had to buzz me in and I had to uh, I had to I had to go up to floor four to drop off their food, which is not it's not that that's bad or nothing, but it's just kind of like. I'm going really out of the way, and the people that I'm handed to, they were kind of like sketch Jehovah's Witness types, and I'm just like, I, I just want it, because they're trying to like, oh, thank you, and they're trying to like talk to me, and I'm like, I really got to go, and then, and then I get that order, and then I have to wait 20 minutes in the drive-thru, and I'm like, well, these two orders just killed like a fucking hour of my time out here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no. I mean that's. I guess that's second or first world problems, but it's still know. kind of annoying. No, oh, that's just fucking what it is like doing goddamn deliveries. And I only made like ten bucks out of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's like fuck, man. Yeah, that's why I said in like that one Taco Bell in like town on like Santa Rosa Street when I'm like it's a 45- the one by Jack in the Box, right? Yeah, if it's yeah. a forty five, like I never pick up orders there. Yeah, it's you told a, me that. Yeah, it's gonna be a forty five minute wait. Yeah, I have not uh I have not had an order there, but every other Taco Bell I've been to has been pretty good. So, I guess that one just sucks. That one's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think uh we killed enough time for the cold open. Sure. So, let's hop in the hot or not. Let's get hot or not. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. 
the folk we have seen the folks that Mr. Hot or not typically gets yeah. Mr. romantically Hot or- entwined <laughs> Mr. with. Mr. Hot or not go like, why the fuck would I want to watch dude listen to dudes in a band? But then sends us to nineteen seventy five. I was like, this is the next big rock band. All right, it's good. they're so sick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't possibly explain, begin to explain Jake's moral compass. Okay, I don't think anyone can. All right, all right, all right. Now he said, "Be quiet during the quiet part." So, so. the song is called "Little Girl Gone" by. <laughs> How is that funny? No, because because we're talking about Daddy Girl Pop, and you're like, oh, Jake likes Daddy Girl Pop. Uh, that's almost predatory. Daddy, Daddy, that's almost predatory. Daddy and issue. The, yeah, that's almost predatory. And the but the and the song's called "Little Girl Gone." Come on. <laughs> I know where your mind is. It's in the gutter. Mine is trying to go to bed. <laughs> so this is by this is song is called "Little Girl Gone" by the artist Chinchilla. Chinchilla or Chinchilla? It could be. It's it's C H I N C H I double L A. Okay. So it's Chin or Shin. It works. Yeah, sure, sure. It works. We don't know. All right, we don't know. Let's just play the song. This daddy issues, symphonic, symphonic, gritty, industrial, gangster, gangster. That reminds Jake of Queen, surf rock, <laughs> garage, proto punk, proto. High gain, post metal, experimental, (laughs) shoegaze, whatever. Temple of the dog. Temple of the dog. (laughs) Let's play the song. Sulfur Cottery. (laughs) John Belushi. Blues Brothers. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. The blues from Africa, like Ali Farqua or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one fucker we reviewed that one time. Chinese democracy. Chinese Guns N' Roses. Glam metal. Yeah, you know it. Okay, now I'm playing Sammy song. Guevara. <laughs> no, he said we can talk during the verses, I think. I thought this was the quiet part. Well, okay, let's see. I'm not feeling the gangster. Yeah, you're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. Mr. Hot or not. Not you, Chinchilla. I have a feeling you're a smart lady. Oh, the bass is cool. Yeah, it's building out somewhere. Ah, let's hear the the big money hook. Everybody bounce. Oh, it's more build up. I want this song just go. Yeah. Is this the verse or is this just an intro? <laughs> that was a cool drop. I don't know. This just sounds like a modern WWE entrance theme. Can you imagine Liv Morgan walking out to this? Sure. <laughs> no, it actually sounds like fucking video game menu music right here. Oh yeah, for like a for for like a for like a Madden game or something. Yeah, like right now you're just like, all right, I'm selecting the fucking Eagles or something. <laughs> the Eagles. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll, the Eagles versus versus the, the Jaguars. Raiders. Raiders. And I'll go like, yo, you gonna piss yourself drunk while playing the game? Like a true Raiders fan. I did not spit up my water, but I almost did. My brother never. <laughs> 
pissed his pants at a Raiders game, James. Fucking disappointment. <laughs> you know, my brothers listen to this show, they tell me. Every time I see them. So, I know for a fact they heard you ask me that question. Oh. They never brought it up to me. Maybe they did piss themselves at a Raiders game. <laughs> All three of them? <laughs> Why not? You make it seem like your family doesn't go hard for the Raiders. Well, you know. Tell you, this just sounds like an entrance theme. It does. Like honestly, it's the trumpets too. Like it's like entrance theme. Sounds like a score. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It sounds like it also should be in a trailer. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, this is like what Bone Steel would would play. Jake would play this. In a trailer for his own music video. I don't know what that means, but that's what I said. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Is this better than Peyton Parrish? I have to think on that one. <laughs> well, I had to think. Okay, Peyton Parrish. Wait, wait. Oh, you mean Peyton Parrish? I was. I thought you were talking about our boy Andy Negative. <laughs> Yeah, Andy Negative totally sounds like Peyton. Right, Peyton Par- oh, okay, this is sick. Peyton yeah. Parrish and Andy Negative are like the right, right, are in right, some right, ways right, the right. worst we've had on the show, right, but for completely right. different reasons. All right, let me tell you something about Peyton Parrish. Okay, I didn't cringe at that track. Well, a pseudo cringe. You cringed at Peyton Parrish. Yeah, but I'm talking about Chinchilla. Oh, I yeah. don't give a fuck about Peyton. No, Parrish. I thought you were gonna like Chinchilla. I think is sicker than Peyton. Well, no, because you said you said let me tell you something about Peyton Parrish. I didn't cringe. Oh no! But but like, what's here? Let me read the artist bio, and it's not like fucking what was the homie last week, Hayden Braden. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it just like a sentence? Yeah, yeah. So now we have artist, writer, producer Chinchilla thrives with her own unique wonderland. The Chin ethos is authentic and unapologetic. Excuse me. Well. I can believe it with that track. That track felt that felt very, unapologetic. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, they just did. They, they Chinchilla, fucking was throw was throwing it down. Yeah, with a lot going down. Chinchilla has been spreading her wings across Europe, opening for Sting. Okay, on his from the police <laughs> on his 2019 arena tour, performing at the last two annual Estonia Music Awards. Yeah, you know what? What? And touring with U.S. indie rock duo Missio. Missio. You know what? This did feel very, very Euro. Yeah. I'll just say. All right. She also recently supported McFly on their Young Dumb Thrills Arena Tour, playing venues across the U.K., including London's Wembley and Manchester's AO Arenas. Holy shit. Mm. She has released two EPs to critical acclaim, signed a record deal with Sony Columbia, and released collaborations with Estonia's No... i sorry, it just says Noip. Noip. Yeah, it's like N-O-E with the fucking Ootlots and P. Nope. Sure. Estonia's Nope <laughs> and Brent... And Britain and Brenton Brent, Dude. I thought you were going to say Brendan Bailey again. Not Brendan Bailers or whatever. All right, the huge support from Radio One's Jack Saunders and amassing over 21 million streams 
Chinchilla's fan base is rapidly growing since recently deciding to split with her management and record label and, a di- and identifying as a passionately independent. Chinchilla has been busy working on new material. She has taken time out, of the, out to perform at Britain's The Great Escape and on the main stage at Isle of Wa- the Isle of Wight Festival. Mm. Give me a lot of these fucking hard to say British names, all right? <laughs> Spare me. Maybe I should have made you read this. Oh well. Maybe it's funnier with me reading it because Maybe. I suck. <laughs> Either way, with her new with her new music on the way being her favorite to date, this powerhouse performer is relishing independence and and keen on rewriting the rules of the music industry. For her next <laughs> chapter, self-made chinchilla is taking things back in, to her own hands. Well, I'll say this. Um, cool. So the song for me was not a hot, but it sounds like her career is a hot. I mean, damn. <laughs> Talk, sure. she's, she's pretty uh, she's pretty successful. Yeah, no, the song was fine, and I, I always feel bad when... Uh, I, I always get kind of angry when people are like, yeah, I don't like it, but it's fine. It's like, fine. it's good, but I don't like it. It's good, but I don't like it. It's fine, because I feel like that's such a cop-out, but that's actually how i feel about this song like it's not a bad song but it's i don't like it enough to to give it a hot i listen when you hype up that something is symphonic and gangster and industrial and, and reminds him of and queen Proto, and, 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 and all and that shit you said and shoegaze and, 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 and it invokes a fusion of the queens of and the stone age slamming death metal and brutal and brutal technical slamming death metal listen i was i'm not saying i was expecting or more slamming technical brutal death metal but my point is, or is gore that freak or I grind j- core i just or gore grind or grind gore Please tell me that last one isn't real. No. Okay. Yeah, no. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe she has more interesting songs than that one, but this just felt kind of standard for what music is out there at the moment. Um, but hey, it's making her money, so good, so 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 good yeah, for you, for, Chinchilla. Yeah, yeah, no. That there was a lot of work to that track, but for me at the same time, it's just like, yeah, no, this uh this uh this is kind of a track that kind of Lights the world on fire of like a Mr. Hot or not. It like, sounds like it's lighting everyone, but well, I know it probably didn't light my mom's heart on fire. I'm just saying that track had every single trope that Mr. Hot or not likes in music. I can literally. Who is their favorite things in music? I can elite, I can literally hear my mom right now uh, asking it me just in sound the future, like a score. what the fuck was that? It just sounded like a score. And I was like, it's cool. It really did. And like, but I'm going to give it a not. I feel like another, like, I've like come to the realization for me to give it a hot part of me kind of feels like I want to l- listen to it again. That track was like, all right, that was cool. Yeah. They did some like uh, unique stuff. You may call it sophistication. I call it. That's just cool. Overindulging. <laughs> sure. It's like, cool. I'm it's like cool. You did a thing. Cool. No, I'm totally fine if you want to make excess layers, but sometimes too much excess kind of just can ruin a track. Mm. Just, oh, yeah, I know that. I've just that's seen definitely it. Like, true. you know what's weird thing? I, I was for the longest time getting these algorithm videos of this like one lady that like all her gimmick was is that she pimped up like deathcore or metalcore songs. And then, like, I would hear, like, an old, metal, like, a deathcore track. I'm not a fan of it, but either way, I understand it enough. And then she would do, like, add these symphonics, all this excess stuff, and just, like, I pimped up this track, and I'm sitting there, and it's like, 
yeah, it sounds bigger and it sounds maybe more epic, but yeah. the tracks sound way more fucked and way more gnarlier <laughs> when you didn't add that shit. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it killed the beefy breakdown. It's like, dude, that beefy breakdown was meant to f- make people want to <clears throat> fuck shit up. I think a- I don't need to fuck shit up to yeah. fucking Beethoven. <laughs> All right. But either way, as said, sometimes you think there's an allure with adding huge symphonics to whatever yeah. like track. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of kills it sometimes. No, I agree with that. I feel like there's this idea that with like, Grant, what she's doing, I think she's just doing that to be creative, but I feel like there's this no, idea. No, there is a creative and yeah. you have the ability to do that. But I feel like there's an idea where like you should add that stuff if it fits like the music you want to create and like either the things you're trying to say, your voice, whatever, but like just artificially adding onto it, I think that that creates a... Uh, uh, a kind of disconnect like there's a lot of like you said she did that to what deathcore bands um i you know what here's the thing about this track right here like this track does sound like it could be meaning aggressive Mm -hmm. but a lot of the excess takes away a lot of the meaning aggressiveness it was a little it was almost a little too big like again going back to dark with i was saying real quick i think the big boomy production that like a lot of those deathcore bands had back then when it was really popping off i actually think that kind of killed it in this it like um killed some of its intensity because it just it, it was just too big to like hit like hard you know and granted it varies from genre to genre or whatever like uh, you wouldn't want to put that kind of production on like i'm just saying an example i'm just saying as an example yeah there's times it kind of works but this track i'm just giving it not i feel like it it almost i was like i was out of the recent tracks it might have been one of the other ones i've enjoyed slightly a little bit more Mm. maybe but part of me was like i don't want to give this a hot though not gonna lie Yeah, yeah oh well Double knots. What will you do, Mister Hot or not? What will you scheme next? Yeah. What? What? Maybe you should just throw in the towel and just show me what you know as like cool extreme music. Oh boy. No, I, I, I would be genuinely curious to see because I know well, you're not. I know it, you're what's gonna it gonna be next time? It's like I know all right, you're just this gonna week, miss, homie. What's it gonna be? This uh, week's hot or not is yeah. is hot or not. Extreme, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, you're gonna send us next week, hot or not extreme, while you're off in Europe. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, believe me, don't even bother. You're just, you're not gonna get a hot out of me. Maybe out of Ed, but not me. If you send me like an extreme, because I know you, you're not even on that level of bullshit. I am so. <laughs> Okay, continue on with that good with whatever. Jake, he Other has that, the biggest you- fucking smile on his face right now. <laughs> I, I won't, yeah, I need you. I need you to know that. I Me mean, just talking shit. <laughs> but either way, Mister Hot or Not, I can't wait for your next Hot or Not set from wherever you are in Europe. You can flex on us. He told me he's sites. going to Scandinavia. Wherever to Sc- that's still Europe. Well, no, I know it's Europe. I'm just saying that that's where he's going. Whatever in Scandinavia, you can tell us the great, beautiful sights as you roaming around as you send us a hot or not as we're in this crummy little room doing the good old podcast. So, till next time, Mr. Hot or Not. Till next time. Alright. Let's go to the CAR. Alright, let's get the CR. Alright. Right, listeners, anyone that's just hopping in from the timestamp, it's now time for the C.A.R., also known as the Classic Album Review. What did we listen to this week? We listened Good host, to, Ed! We listened to, I actually can't believe James, uh, you know, didn't just start recording while I was talking. I uh, should have. This record is called... I fucked up. This record... This is what happens when I'm tired. This record... I'm respectful. This... 
This record is called So, and it's by... So? Peter Gabriel, a.k.a. the original singer of Genesis, before he left and Phil Collins took over, or a.k.a. that dude that wrote the ending song to Wally. He wrote the song to Wally? Yeah, that song. We're coming down to the ground. That's him. Well, the song's like... This song, so this is track one. It's called Red Rain. I wrote here. Red Rain. I wrote here. This sounds like a big cinematic piece. I don't know why, but this song invoked images of like that that what, bit rain? from no that bit from Lion. Well, sort of that bit from Lion King where Simba's fighting for Pride Rock. I don't know why. I will sell I will be killed. I, re- I like this one enough to give it a light seven. I thought, you know what? Like, this is cool. It's, it's, it's like I said, cinematic, but there's still some, it's kind of groovy. So, yeah, I like it. It's a good groove. So, here's what I wrote down when I actually cracked open this song. Yeah. I wrote down, fuck, actually, some good music for once. <laughs> I vibed. Seven out of ten. What? You didn't like the 12 weeks of Metallica? I know what the fuck Metallica is. I was saying, it's like, fuck. Finally, something just new and fresh that I haven't really listened to, and it's like, yeah. wow, this is good. Yeah, I, not I felt just similar. Like, not just fucking new metal or got any random old Metallica. Maybe that's the problem. Or, like, chin to too chill, much- or chinchilla, whatever the fuck. Maybe that that's was. the problem. Maybe we listen to too much metal on this show. Yeah, this fucking yeah. Whose fault is that? Uh, well, well, okay, Metallica was my fault. Yeah. Well, either way, next track, Sledgehammer, baby. Okay, this one's just a. Oh, there it goes. This one's a strong. I'll say out the gate. This is the one's a strong seven. This is. I know this is one of my mom's favorite songs by him, and this was like the lead single, and it's just good eighties pop. Hey, quick question: hmm. Does your dad like Peter Gabriel? I know he likes this song. Actually, I think he does like Peter Gabriel. Because there's like some like just chilling like tracks where I'm like, all right, this song's a banger, but your dad goes like, no, nah, that's some weenie shit. Well, I don't think he thinks Peter Gabriel's a yeah, weenie. Like, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Careless Whisper. He's like, oh, listen to that. Okay, there's That's a difference a between... There's a difference between... There's a difference between uh, George Michael and Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Maybe not that many, now that I'm thinking about it, but there is. Well, one, I think... Okay, does Peter Gabriel... Are they, are they straight or are they gay? Peter Gabriel, uh, uh, well, I believe he's straight. At least he's well, married, he's been married to the same woman. For well, there's years. a difference. Okay. There's a difference. One has a wife and the other has a husband. <laughs> I gave this song a seven. I really like it. So for me, I wrote down Sledgehammer is a chill banger. Seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Still cruising. Still cruising good. Mm-hmm. On to the next one. This one is a song of inspiration. It's called Don't Give Up. Hey, do you, you do you hear that? Especially you, Mr. Hot or not. Don't <laughs> give <laughs> Don't give up. Maybe one day you'll finally get a track again that you'll get a double hot. Who knows? Maybe when Jake gets a double hot out of us again, maybe he'll go on a fucking double hot winning streak. And he'll be like the podcast Bruno Mar- San Martino. Well, either way, don't give up. <laughs> So, what do you think of this track? It's a very mellow song, very low key. There's a it, lot of like low yeah. energy mellow songs in this it, album. Uh, it kind of gave me, be honest. It kind of gave me vibes of chilling in Rainforest Cafe, waiting for a table. Um, it's gonna. So it was very nice, and the lady that comes in later and sings is quite good. But 
It was a little too long and samey for me, got a little bit boardy. I gave it a high five. It's not a bad song, but it, uh, I mean, you're coming off that first song, which was really cool, and you're coming off Sledgehammer, which was so much fun, and this is just a, uh, this is a drastic cut, but it's still an alright song. Alright, alright. Here's what I thought about this track. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm a little tired. I kind of like forgot words for a second. Oh, I didn't notice. So either way, track three, don't give up. Okay, this song was a little slow, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Any other comments or on to no, the next no, one? No, let's just go to track four. All right, track four, that, that voice again. Yeah, that's right. So that, what's up with that voice bah, again? Bah. Uh, this song's... <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this. I wrote this song sounds like it should have been in American Psycho. What? <laughs> wow. They played a bunch of music like this because because the movie's about all those yuppies. And I guarantee you, American yuppies in the 80s probably love vibes with Peter Gabriel. Well, either way, so Patrick Bateman mobbing down all with angry face with headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, that his business card. Look at that. He has crisper edges. What the fuck? So it's kind of similar to the last no. song where it states- Why not? Where like Huey Lewis in the news, so it's kind of the song is kind of like the prior song, stays in the same place, kind of low key, had a little bit more energy though, and so I gave it a low six, and I wrote here, you know, Peter Gabriel is quite a good singer. Like I knew that obviously, but now that I've listened to an actual body of work of his, not just some songs, I'm like, yeah, no, this guy's a hell of a good singer. So yeah, for me, for this one, was it another voice? Uh, um. That voice again. That voice again. Either way, I just wrote down another okay one. The vocals are tight. Like Peter Ga- Gabriel's cool, but this back pl- this backbeat playing, this fucking brain playing, can make it a little hard to follow along in the song. And then you kind of fade out. Maybe that just focuses more on the Peter Gabriel voice. Either Maybe. way, I gave it a six out of ten. I wasn't hating it. I still sure. thought it was okay. I thought I still thought it had something to offer. Now, next one. Mercy Street. Oh, Lord, Mercy Street. So this song started out, I like, it started off kind of like atmospheric and weird, but cool. And then it went mellow and chill. You guys noticing a theme? It's cool, though. Oh, no, sorry. This can't be some thumping hard rock. You know, there's like chill forms of music in the world. Oh, fuck. I want to be your bloody roots. Okay, so... I gave it another six. It's a low six, I think, but it's a six all the same. It's kind of hard to tell because the music hasn't, you know, started really yet. But yeah, no, it is a good song. So for me, I said this sucks. So this will take a minute to get a little going. For whatever reason, I thought this was song was pretty cool. They can get a little slow, but I still thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I gave it a high six out of ten. Ooh, okay. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Yeah, sure. You see, James, when you just listen to music, say. you have to really listen oh fuck really <laughs> yeah no it's a good song uh now remember yeah the fucking mercy street hook sauce awesome. here we go uh, okay so listen this hey. is big time hey let me oh I'm sure go ahead start it off i have it pretty short i give it a high a out of 10 just a banger yeah fucking banger i wrote here so listen and if you don't like the song, it's okay. We're just not the same vibing. All right, not everyone, not everyone can think big time goes hard. But I'm sorry, big time goes fucking hard for me. If I'm lying to myself, 
this song is an 8 out of 10. If I'm being honest my, with myself, when the vibe is right, this is a fucking like 12 out of 10. This song rules, and I wrote, and also, haha, WrestleMania, lol. Yeah, yeah, WrestleMania. Yo, thinking of fucking sharp dressed yuppies, <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs> was that the WrestleMania where, where where Donald Trump was there? No, that was WrestleMania like 23. Oh, okay. This was what, 25? 22. Two, that's In right. In Chicago. That's right, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the official score is 8 out of 10. This song is just, the song just rules. This is a fucking banger. This, I mean, listen, no offense Yo, to the rest, the rest of the, the song. Yeah, no what? offense to the rest of the songs on the album, but this song kind of carries it, even more than Sledgehammer. It's yeah, like, it's real. Like, Sledgehammer's an okay reason to buy a record, but this song, I'm like, this is the fucking reason to buy the record. Yeah, this is kind of, kind of give a fuck. This song makes you want to see Peter Gabriel on tour. Yeah. Like, all his other songs can fucking suck, but, like, big time, though, plays that. You're like, yo, money's worth. Hell Fuck yeah. Alan Parsons. Yeah. But, yeah, no, good song. Uh, might as well get to the fucking big old chorus for big oh, time. Oh, sure, please, please. Yeah. That's all you need. To go listen to the song. How about that? Wow, what a cock tease. Uh, oh, how dare I tease you. How dare I make you want to go listen to the song? Hey, how about that? If you wanted me to give a hot, I'm like, just give me fuck big time, right? You know, why isn't that song blowing up on TikTok? Right, what, just, what, just for the rest of time, uh, Jake just repeatedly sends in big time? Well, I'm just going to give it a hot. And I'm like, hell yeah, easy hot. Do we right, even need to right. bother, bother with the section of the show? Jake on will, to the CAR. Jake will, Jake will be get his eye message. He's like, all right, cocksuckers, here's big time. And you're like, hot. Hot, easy. So this right, song, this song is called "We Do What We're Told To." Parentheses, Milgrams Thirty Seven, whatever the fuck that means. This song is like. What you don't know what that means? No, do you? No. <laughs> this song is three-ish minutes, and it feels more like it feels more like an extended intro to a song than like a song. It's kind of neat though. I like the I like the background like percussion and later on when like they bring the guitar in. It's pretty cool. That was something throughout this album that uh, I noticed. Pretty good percussion. I mean, it's no Phil Collins percussion. No Tarzan soundtrack here, but it's pretty Sorry. good. This be Peter Gabriel, not Phil Collins. How we go fuck up listen to Phil Collins? I'm sure that's what Peter Gabriel would say to your fucking face right now. Actually, I don't know how he and Phil Collins feel about each other. That was a good question. But yeah, I give Yo, do they be <laughs> don't know that'd be kind of funny though. yeah do they like talk shit like fuck you motherfucker i'm gonna fucking clap your ass i i'm trying to imagine phil collins in his light airy voice i will clap your ass peter i will clap your ass peter i gave it a high five like a dome to the face um i just wrote down this was there and there five out of ten this almost feels like a lo-fi like instrumental piece that like you yeah, hear a lot sure. uh, it was like, just, like that a lot of bands do now the only difference is there's not a lot of weird feedback and noise there's like actual melody and structure bro you listen to too much fucking big thumping hard rock right we need, we need literally to get really wasn't talking about adult, big thumping hard rock hey. <laughs> <laughs> when you said big thumping hard rock with a straight tone voice it sounds so funny <laughs> Hey, every once in a while, I get a good one. Did you even rate that one? 
I gave it a five out of ten. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that song was there, and it was there. And they're like, yeah, it was just like an interlude that you would hear, but not the feedback. It's like, dude, this isn't Big Thumping Hard Rock. And you're like, yeah, this is not Big Thumping Hard Rock. I don't think I'd be able to recreate that. <laughs> so this song is called, This is the Picture, parentheses, Excellent Buds. Yeah, tell me about the good, excellent birds. You know what? Okay, so the, the vocals fly, fly, and li- fly away. The vocals and lyrics are a little are a little odd, but I kind of liked its vibe. It felt off the cuff and weird. I, I wrote here. You know, this actually kind of feels like it's like it feels like a precursor to Gorillas. Like I feel like Gorilla. Like this just reminded me of Gorillas. Um, I gave this one a six because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's fine. Fine. Bad. Yeah, six. Well, for me, I wrote down another one that was honestly there, but it was, felt very filler-like. Five out of ten. Oof. Oof. The last song on the record felt filler. It's the technical last song. Yeah. We did the special 2002 CD version where there's an extra track. All right, you ready for that one? Yeah, sure. Uh, this one's called In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. So this song started, and I thought, is this when hey. it's love by Van Halen? Hey, I just want to say, I'm looking at you. In your eyes. Listeners, I hope you're hanging out with someone that you can look at them straight in their face and just say, I'm looking at you in your eyes. Yeah, this song started and I'm like, is this when it's love by Van Halen? Just kind of sound like it. Wait, it's a sweet. Wait, is that the, is that like some Van Hagar that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I can't remember. When right it's now. love. I only listen to Dreams on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very sweet little song. I had to listen to it on YouTube, obviously, because it was, you know, but because uh, it yeah, wasn't. I listened on, on YouTube. This shit well, was no, on well, Spotify. Well, no, because I noticed, well, because it's like the last song on the special edition version, but in the original pressing, this was between, um, this was between that voice again and Mercy Street. Right, what? Yeah. So, I, don't know, I don't know why it's at the end on the special edition. So I went to YouTube because wow. I assumed it wasn't on there. Well, I'm just saying. But it was kind of nice because I read a, there was a lot of YouTube comments where you're like, oh my gosh, this is me and my hubby's favorite song. Oh, this is the song oh. we danced at our wedding to. Oh. R.I.P. My love. You're with the angels now. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's one of those just like, oh, yeah. oh, Grammy loved this song and she's off to a better place now and I'm listening to this song for her. R.I.P. My cowboy. In your eyes. R.I.P. My cowboy. Yeah. All right. In your eyes. I gave it another six. Uh, you know what? I almost think the song is better at the end for some reason. Yeah, well, I, can't, just, like, I can't explain it, I'm, but it's a better ending song than Excellent Birds. Well, here's the thing. I first gave this song a six out of ten, but for memes and people dying, I might give it a seven out of ten. <laughs> that might be one of the most heartfelt, insensitive things you've ever said. And I've heard you say you were going to beat up kids with cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, fuck them. They're hanging out with Stone Cold. You're not hanging out with Stone Cold. I'm not hanging out with Stone Cold. What, am I supposed to get cancer? No, fuck that. I would prefer if you did not get cancer. Yeah, I don't want it either, all right? And I don't want those kids to have cancer either, but they get to meet Stone Cold, so... Let them have a W in the world, I fucking guess. So, tallying up my score, everybody, out of a score of 90... 
because there's only nine songs, which is I think this is this has to be one of the shortest records we've had on this show. It might just be the shortest. Well, it's like nine tracks. It's Actually, wait, like no, because 40- Master Puppets and Lightning had eight. Yeah, yeah. But still, well, I don't know. I'm still. We were sitting here going, "Oh my god, this is Metallica. The production is so cringy on this album. Oh my god, this song cool. It eight minutes. Go. That's literally some of the shit you said. Yeah. So it gets yeah, off wrong with that, buddy. <laughs> it's a 51 out of 90. So I'll admit, on paper, it's not the song. The record's not too exciting outside of Sledgehammer and Big Time, but it's literally not a bad record. Like it's, it's okay. like straight up, it's a good record and it's sold really you well. It's chill. You chill. You to can it. tell by the accounts of people dying that this music touched a lot. Yeah, of people. and my in your eyes is cool. Yeah. And yeah, no, I would throw Big Time in a playlist and I would punish anyone. In the fucking room, I will throw yeah, a big from time. Bone Steel, your Zoomer children, Dylan. Yeah, I'll go like, hey, you fucking Zoomers, fuck you. Let's listen to fucking Peter Gabriel. Here's some real fucking G Seb's, And Seb's just like, who's Peter Gabriel? Big time! No, don't worry. Every time I'm always punishing the other, the one that works at the record store is like, hey, motherfucker, do you got any Jerry Rafferty vinyls up in this jack? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something out of pocket like, uh, do you have the residence? Yeah. Hey, do you go in the fucking residence, buddy? So yeah, uh, good record. Glad we listened to it. It's it was cool. a nice change of pace. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what what I Robert. I know. Thank you. I know. You, you I, know. I would give this right. No, I would maybe. You know, I don't know if I would give this whole record a hot, but big time, all easy. Yeah. Such hammer. I would say yeah. I fuck with it. Sorry, it's another week with no Judas Priest, Journey Ma. Oh no. Well. How about you grab the, the hundred and one, the thousand and one albums that we need to listen to before we die, yeah. and figure out what the fuck we're listening to next specific, week. You got a specific decade? How about we shoot? Let's continue shooting the eighties. I want some goofy synths. Remember when we shoot into the eighties and we got that one weird anarcho fucking like pop group that just sucked? Oh yeah, I. You know what? I always forget about that because. For some reason, Something biscotti Kalati? Yeah, biscotti Kalati. Yeah, I, w- I don't think it's called bis- biscotti Kalati. That's just me. I want to pretend it is. It's funny too because when I think of worse, uh, dude, how did that book is so fucked up? I was gonna ask you that, dude. You're the one that mostly handles it. Yeah, but I just leave it up there. You worked at a bookstore for five years. How do you fuck up a book so hard? Uh, well, how do you be so- the fuck you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. How do I be me? I don't know, all right? It's funny, too, because, like... Album's over, but I think we're going to listen to a live track, so fucking deal with it, listeners. It's funny, too, because when I think of worst album we've had on here, I always think G-Love and Special Sauce for some reason. G-Love and Special th- Sauce, that one was just brutal. I hated that. I wanted it off... I wanted to stop listening it so hard, but I fucking but I think- had, like, seven songs to go. Yeah, but I totally forgot about that other one. Okay, here we go. Listeners, this isn't a track we're reviewing, but I'm kind of just letting the albums go. All right, I see the 90s, and I see VC, v, VHS players. Yo, what's the 80s like fucking gimmick? Yo, let me see. Oh, it's cool. It's like a turntable. Yo, yo, it's a fucking ghetto blaster. Yeah, yeah. Is that a ghetto blaster or a turntable? No, wait. That looks like a ghetto blaster. It's a Lasonic. Whatever that Looks is. like a ghetto blaster. Okay, here we go. Left, right, forward, back. Something, something, triple D and your boys on the attack. Oh, did we get some Judas Priest? Pornography by The Cure. Fuck it. I'll fucking do it. I had never really listened to The Cure. There's a quote by Robert Smith. 
I thought we should be making music that was on a that was on par with Mala symphonies, not pop music. Okay. Whatever that means. And this is going to be really special because I don't think there's a single song on here by them that we've heard before. There's no Boys Don't Cry. There's no... Uh, there's boys there's, Don't yeah. Cry. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have Friday, I'm in love either. So. Friday, I'm in love. So there you go. Fri- so poor not... Okay, I should remember this one. Like I was like when it came to Peter Gabriel so I was like what the fuck are we listening to? And you're like I, I literally was I literally was almost just like just look for the one that has big time. Alright. I just wanted to verify I verify that. But this one I'll remember. Pornography. Yeah, pornography. Fucking titties. <laughs> well it's secure, so I'm unity. sure there's a deeper meaning behind it. Those deeper meanings, boys, don't cry, cause it's Friday. I'm in love. I kind of wish we had gotten disintegrated. I kind of wish we had gotten disintegrated. Kyle Broflovsky said that was the best album ever. Well, but no, this is 1982 as well. All right, cool. Yeah, I got nothing else. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna hop into the main event. Yep. How's it going? Anyone that's hopping from the timestamps is now time for the main event. As with this week, we watched VH1 Supergroup Episode 4 from the year of our Lord, 2006. Now, let me bring you up what happened last time by playing the recap. It's more audio for you people. And there was a rooster, yes. Hey, it's your boys, SOD. Yeah, why the fuck weren't you at Sick New World? In between party and hard. I didn't even know what was happening. Yeah, it happened like this last weekend. Oh, it's probably because I have about negative $3 in my bank account. Oh. Yeah, I can believe it. I finally came up with something last night that I'm extremely Are you at Sick New World? I don't like new metal. Oh, yeah. Whoa, do you want me to sit there getting stoked on Deftones? We go like, ah! Huh? didn't feel that it was where it should be. So he called in a hot shot. Oh yeah, right. They, they did. A, they wrote a song and it sucks. <laughs> and Rob and then the fucking. Oh my god, what's the goddamn manager's Rob name? Cavallo. Oh no, that's Rob. Oh wait, sorry, Doc McGee. Yeah, Doc. All right. Well, that was the recap from last episode. The show is terrible. I don't think we. I don't think that did a do. Didn't do a too. Yeah, good it barely recap. said anything. Yeah. Here's the thing. They wrote a song, kind, and then a lot of it. And then Doc's like, dude, it's pretty dated. It, and it sucks. It sucks. Well, he doesn't say that. He does say it's dated though. It's just dated. It's sure. Is this what you guys are gonna come up with? And I'm like, Doc, would you think they were gonna come up with my guy? Yeah. But either way, how does the show start proper? Ted Nugent. Sorry, so day six start, and Scott Ian is telling Jason and Ted how, yeah, Doc is talking to Rob Cavallo. Yeah, he's talking to Rob Cavallo. He's going to listen to the track and give us, like, a review on it or something. Ted Nugent's like, who the hell is that? And Scott's like, well, I know he does Green Day. And Ted's like, oh, wow, he does Green Day. He goes, goes, let me tell you something, and I can't read lips that well, but I'm pretty sure Ted said, though, let me tell you, those cigarettes can play. Two minutes into the show. Yep. Bare, not even two minutes. I can't do this, James. Uh, well, sorry. All right. <laughs> 
We now see Doc go and meet Rob. And yeah, has, like Doc flew all the way. <laughs> apparently, he flew from, which Grant, that's only what, an hour flight? Yeah. But still, he flew from like, he had Vegas? The, he had the energy. Or the show had the energy. He was like, all right, Doc, we're going to make you go all the way to Vegas. For two minutes of footage. Yeah. He hey, goes, Rob <laughs> hey, Rob Cavallo, can you listen to this track? I yeah. need you. Um, these guys... I'm sure these all the talent in this room does not need to be produced, but yeah. maybe they might need a producer. So can you listen to the track we see, him, and actually bring him back to reality? He plays them the track, and you just see that Rob is less than impressed. So they call the boys, and Rob tells them, get this bone steel, that the music is dated and not relevant. These guys get so salty yeah you see it on their faces their voices when he says dated they do that thing where it's like yeah it sounds very dated 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 yeah it's like straight out of the 80s 80s out of the 80s 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 and ted says there's not a more oblivious repugnant and inapplicable word in rock and roll than dated and i wrote I think you're proving that, yes, in fact, he's right. So Ted's pissed. Jason actually gets offended when Rob offers to show him the drumming that he thinks the band needs. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking something a little more upbeat, a little more punk rock. And And you just have have Jason go, I'm not. I don't really play that. That's not my style. Yeah, there's no more style. I don't really play that punk rock. And Rob Cavall's like, I could get on the drums and show you. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I'm like the fucking temerity of this guy. Yeah, the temerity. That's the son of John Bonham. Yeah, the temerity that these dudes are going to tell Jason Bonham how to play play drums he's the one guy that on that whole panel that they should have, should actually get respect yeah so uh and then doc's like yeah on doc's in the talking head like yeah these guys just wanted some validation but i think this is some necessary constructive criticism what kind of track you think they're gonna make Sebastian goes upstairs. With Sebastian Bach so speaking of which he goes upstairs yes, to work out Sebastian Bach is gonna sing hinder Kinder, huh? Yeah, it's all the wings of an angel. Yeah, that. Yeah, you think Sebastian Bach's gonna do that? No, he's gonna go. On the wings of an angel. Yeah, no, come on. So Sebastian goes upstairs to work out. Yep, and do which is basically he's just doing a bunch of basic stretching and bad crunches and some dancing. Just doing some calisthenics. Valerie shows up with some dude named Chris, who's like the graphic designer, I think, with logo ideas, and everyone's like. And literally, and Valerie and the whole PR team, they're like, okay, guys, like, we, we cannot keep changing the name. And so everyone and proceeds then, to keep talking about, let's come up with a different name. Yeah. Day six. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we do not change the name. It's like, yeah, but this kind of sucks. Well, we've made these artists work for like a day and a half to make and these. Here's a little refresher course, everybody. Who's the most vocal about saying Fist sucks? Sebastian Bach. Whose idea was Fist to be the band? It was fucking Sebastian Bach! Yeah. So, you know, hey, I wanted to say something weird. So, I was at a show on Saturday. Just kind of like this indie grunge kind of... Well, it was only like one band. But this mm-hmm. one band called Repeater that sounded like kind of like... They're like indie but grungy. They're kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, they're pretty sick. But there was like this one chick that was there that was like kind of homies with like... Was like she was a girlfriend to some chick that uh, that the my homies with me knew, and I was sitting there, I was like looking at this chick, like I feel like I know this face from somewhere. Maybe I've just seen you at a show. Then I just put on this show. It's like, oh my god, that chick looked like this fucking chick Valerie. 
<laughs> I was like, dude. Do you think it was her? No. Okay. I'm like, dude, Valerie has to be old by now. Some people keep their looks. They can. Look at Sully Erna. Yeah, but this person I was hanging out with looked like they were not, of, of like, the, they they weren't old enough to drink, so. <laughs> well, but they go. look like Valerie. I was like, you look like someone I know. And I feel like maybe it's just a show. And then I realized, oh my God, what the fuck? Which obviously there goes, in, I have another rant about that fucking show where I was sitting there because like, this is what, hey, this, this is a show I, I changed up my scenery for once. Instead of going some rowdy, rough sounding punk show or some grindcore show or some shitty metal show or whatever it may be, I was like, you know what? I want to check out this indie grunge kind of grungy band, Repeater. All right. No, fuck it. Let me actually just play it. Let me just play it. All right. <laughs> Let me tell hey listeners, I can tell you right now, super group fucking sucks. You do not need to worry about us reviewing it. You never right. go to shitty new metal shows I want you to go to. New metal show? Yeah, you yeah, you said you literally just said, I'm not gonna go to a to a punk show or a shitty new metal show. I didn't say a punk show. Like, whatever no, no, you no, no, said. No, no, no. I said what I usually go yeah, to. Yeah, we usually go to. No, I said go to a shitty metal show. Yeah, I swear you said new metal. Well, I think you just want just hating on hating. So like, let me fucking play the track. So this band right here, Repeater, all right? I had my, like, homie Seb. They were gaslighting me. Well, not gaslighting. They were gassing me up about how sick this band was. And I listened to this recording. It's like, you know what? I actually want to come out and check out this band. This actually would be sick. It was supposed hey, to be... Actually, look at this. This actually sounds like grunge. Yeah, I know. So it was, like, kind of like a two-band bill, but the first band just dropped. So it was just this band, Repeater, playing. And I'm like, fuck it. It's $5. It's It's chill. But we like showed up to the spot that the house was playing at, and it's like, dude, we're not seeing any bodies right now. So we just kind of hanged out, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just seeing like hordes of fucking these chicks, fucking cleavage on cleavage. And I'm like, bro, yo, fuck playing grindcore. I'm gonna play indie music. Seriously, like, dude, like, literally the ratio of like cleavage to balls. Was like ninety to nine was ninety percent to ten percent. Fuck! Did you just say? You heard what I said, all right? I was just sitting there. I was like, dude, I'm too old to fucking not be like doing something sick like this, all right? And it was the running joke of the show. And that's where, and this is where it starts. This is where, this is where James turns on punk and goes indie. Oh, this is punk. Well, yeah, it's grunge. Punk. Grunge is punk. Yeah. But and not the low. No, I'm not, sorry. All right. Do I want to play knockoff Nirvana? Or do I want to play fucking another like band that Knock sounds like Nirvana can sometimes pay the bills though. Hey, I'm just saying and bring and, and bring way more female like female energy to the show. Yeah, it brings you money and boobs. Yeah, come on, let's be real. All right, and I saw these twerps. All right, they're a bunch of twerps, but I'm like sitting there like fuck. They're on. They're on some. And I'm like sitting there, it was like fucking, and all these people are just acting like total just dorks, or maybe I'm just too used to fucking rowdy shows, so. But either way, either way, I, that was a story I it's wish I remembered. It kind of reminds me of The Shrine a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's obviously punkier than The Shrine, but it kind of reminds me of them. I'm just saying, this band was pretty cool to fucking see, and that's how I like spent like my Saturday after work. Let me ask you, and was, recording. is this band a better band than the super group? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean you'd surprise me. And I'm just saying. Well, what, what, you think this... Oh. No! Come on. The super group. Wait, are you talking about super group? Fuck yeah, I'm, say, I'm saying obviously super you group is fist? not... Yeah, fist. Quotation marks. Now, the only thing is a lot of the songs with repeater do get samey-samey. 
but it is a vibe, and they're a young band, so. Sounds kind of rowdy. Yeah. So either way, I just wanted to share that. I was too tired. You know, to if you don't want to talk about Supergroup, I will happily talk about actually anything else. Well, too bad we had to watch the show. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Maybe you can interrupt with a good funny ass story. I'm not gonna come up with funny ass. I'm not gonna well, coming up with funny ass. Stories. Well, too bad you weren't there with me going, yo, fuck this. I'm done grindcore. I'm doing indie. I'm like tired. Yeah. Like, don't you see all the cleavage? And it's just like, don't you do? Just being old pervert. It's like <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> You're too old to play punk. It's like I'm too old to fucking. I'm too. I'm like, dude. I'm just. I'm getting too old to fucking care about this. All right, let's be real. You're right? not even thirty. I'm about to hit thirty. Hell yeah. And I'm not getting titties at the show. Yeah, but boobs at the show. Yeah, but you still look young. You, your face has barely aged since high school. Are you sure about that? The bud? only thing that's changed is that you're you're just a little chunkier. But hey. you're not even fat. You're just stocky. Yeah. Painting. You've got the body of a Mexican. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Like Oscar bod. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I'm just saying, if you saw just like just like the ball, if you saw yeah. if you were me, if I saw the boob to ball ratio, yeah, if you saw the boob to ball ratio, you go like, mm, maybe I should be doing something else. Maybe I should be jamming something else. Not listening to fucking deeds of flesh on repeat. All right, let's be real. Let's be real. Deeds of flesh. Something I haven't heard in years. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Either so, way, so Valerie to the show. goes to get Sebastian Bach out of the shower. Oh my god, fucking Sebastian Bach. She and goes she's up, like, and is like, hey Sebastian, we're working on logo stuff. Is like. I'm not dressed. I have to put on my clothes. I have to put on my clothes. Get out of here. Oh my God. Why are you so peaky? Fuck. Can we just talk about the band again? I don't want to talk about Super <laughs> What? Group. Me talking about Repeater and then about Indie I would dorks? literally rather you risk us getting canceled by talking about boobs than talking about Supergroup. Well, either way. So then Evan. Oh my God. Well, we're going to be talking about boobs anyway. Spoiler. Yeah, because next Evan shows up with his porn star wife, Tara, and their fox terrier named Chopper. Of course, Chopper. he has a dog named Chopper. Evan says. Yeah, dude, Evan looks like a fucker that would have a dog named Chopper. Evan looks at the logo that they come up with. The best one they have is literally like a fist, but like the word fist is written on the knuckles. And he says that the logo. This is a. This is exactly what he says. He says the logo looks like deviant fisting. Well, we know where um, Evan's mind is. So they're all making that green, that business, that porno business, baby. They're trying to change the name. All the executive and PR people look and they like they just want all these fuckers to die. It's like, oh, God, really? Can't you fucking pick a name already? When you make a name, stop it. Sebastian Bach has a quote where he says, yeah, the name sucks. You know. Just saying, a name like Skid Row doesn't come around every fucking day. Yeah, it just doesn't. Come on. Was this when they got his ass in the car for the radio interview? Right before that. Uh, I feel like shitty names like uh, Skid Row come around all the time. Like, is Skid Row a good name for a band? I don't think so. I don't, Well, I know what Skid Row is, so maybe it could be. Not for the kind of band that Skid Row actually was, though. Yeah. So we cut to one in the morning, and Scott and Evan want to pull a prank on Ted for revenge on waking them up by blasting uh, America, whatever. 
They haul a big. Last the I thought. Oh, yeah, oh you mean the what, national anthem? Yeah, you know? yeah. When Ted was like waking him up, episode so, one. Yeah. So yeah, they haul up a big old eight by ten amp peg rig, set up right next to Ted's door. They just turn it on, let the bass just feed back it, and then just run on down. Because like, oh my god, Ted might just shoot at us. Ha ha ha, lol. And we don't see the result because we cut to commercial, and then when we cut back the next day, Ted's like, "Yeah, that was cute." I was locked in my room though, so I couldn't even get out. Yeah, I was going to give you guys a. I was going to give you guys a little bit. I was going to come out with a plunger and toilet paper with the white flag of like surrender, but I couldn't do that. My door was locked. The very handle broke. I hate the show. So again, I think it's safe to oh, say. Oh, by the way, day seven now. Oh, God. We're officially halfway through the time they were given till they have to play the show. Yeah. So again, they're talking about the name shit. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, so <laughs> okay, okay. As much shit as I've talked on the show and everyone involved, and how I was like, oh, you know, Sebastian Bach went from being maybe the fourth member in the in our Hall of Awesome to now whatever. He might be back there because he comes to everybody and he goes up to Ted Nugent. He says, he said, check this out, bro. Hey, I hey, got hey, the name right. I got here. it. Hey, hey, I, I want to show you an idea. Give it ten seconds to think on it. Savage Animal. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. That's the name, bro. Savage Animal. Savage Animal. That's a great name, bro. Savage Animal. Savage Animal. I gotta write that name down. Savage Animal, bro. Savage Animal. For the rest of the show. For a good minute. For a good minute. Just every other word out of his mouth. Now they're in the car. Savage Animal. Savage Animal. I I have a name that is awesome. Check it, check it, check it. Yeah, he's punishing Valerie. Give it five seconds to think about it. Yeah, come on. Savage Savage Animal. And the PR peeps are talking to Sebastian. And by the way, I forgot to mention, so the boys seem really set on naming the band, not Sebastian, want to name the band God War because Ugh. it's Raw Dog not spell backwards and he's like that name sucks <laughs> that isn't so- a gr- he's like God War no but that's savage a, that's a dumb name and the guy that's with Valerie the PR guy he after he's like after he's talking about how much of a shitty name God War is he's basically just like you're in a band called Skid Row yeah, but Savage Animal, it's a great name. Yeah, it savage, feels yeah. like one word. Rock and roll is a savage animal. And then this guy says, well, you see, my issue with Savage Animal is Sebastian interrupts. And he says, if you finish that sentence, I'm going to kiss you right on the mouth. Say it right now. Say Savage Animal. I'm going to. He said, No, no. Yeah. Homie accidentally says Savage Animal's like, I'm about to kiss you on the mouth. And dude's like, I don't want that. I dropped my phone <laughs> and rewound six times. And yeah, he threatened to kiss that man. For saying, savage animal. I howled really hard. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, God damn it. Me and James are just going to be saying savage animal this entire what? No, review. we wouldn't just be saying savage animal. Savage animal. But James, it's a great name. Dude, it just rolls off the top. It's it like, feels like one word. It's like, it, dude, that's... Rockin' fucking roll. Rock and roll. <sighs> Savage Animal. Savage Animal. James, when you start your indie grunge band, you need to name it Savage Animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then when all what's the, bo- the, the booby girls go up to you after the show to tell you a great job, oh, like, thank you. how'd you come up with that name for Savage Animal? Dude, I just... 
It was a name. It was an unused name, and I used it, baby. No, you need to tell because I'm a savage animal. <laughs> oh, because I'm a savage animal, and that's why. We're going to rename the show. To I got to the- clean up, so get the fuck out We're going to rename the show to Sad Savage Animal Radio. Shit, I meant SAR. SAR. So- Sad. <laughs> savage Animal. Do- the Savage Animal Danger Radio Show. So, Danger. Sebastian gets to the radio interview. I was cringing. Ahead of time in suspense, but surprise, surprise, it actually went okay. Uh, they, you know, he he gets on there. <clears throat> Excuse me. It starts out. He's like, "Yeah, I play in this cool band with these cool people." I'm I play Ted this cool. Nugent. He's like, "I played a band with Ted Nugent and Evan Seinfeld from Biohazard." I'm like, there is no way any of these people know who that is. <laughs> they give a fuck. Wait, hey, hey, no. The funniest thing is like the dude that cracks up. It's like, so yeah, your band Skid Row's like on a tour without you. What's up with that? <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, that's... Oh, my God. See, that's the funny thing. People just throw so much shit at Sebastian. It's yeah, great. I know. But, yeah, then they ask him you about... You know, maybe that's why Sebastian box so wily. Yeah. Everyone just fucking roasts him 24-7. Uh, you know what? I think he's aware that he gets roasted, too. So... What? Nah. Savage Animal? No way. Savage Animal. So... Then they're like, hey, so what's the band name? And Valerie is like shitting herself because she's like, oh, my God, please don't say Savage Animal. And he goes, well, you know, we all have our own ideas. Nothing's decided yet. I've got mine. They've got theirs. But hey, come see us on Sunday. Free tickets. I'm like, wow, that wasn't a disaster. Yeah, I know. Look at that. He was not a savage animal in that interview. Not a savage animal. We cut to Evan. Who's with his wife Tara West or whatever? Tara Patrick. Patrick. She's he's talking. Tara Patrick. He's talking about how much he loves his wife and how she's uh, his rock, her his soulmate. She's my rock. And how much she's he loves my, her. Her daughter's my rock. She's my soulmate. And you just have Tara just hopping up and down on the bed, just like, oh, this bed's so fun or whatever. It's just funny because he's talking about you know, oh, she's my rock, she's my soul. They divorced three years after the show came out. Yeah. Ah. Apparently, they're still business partners, though, at least according to Evan's Wikipedia page. We're not married, but baby, I'll want, I still want you to <laughs> fucking grab my rod, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where it says, again, like I pointed out, episode one, he hey, is hey, apparently hey. the second cousin to Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, hey, hey, Tara, you want to grab my Seinfeld? And you know what I mean? Ho, ho! I just had a horrible thought of Jerry Seinfeld cucking Evan Seinfeld. Ho, ho! And so I said... That's a penis. Or I don't know. I don't know Jerry Seinfeld's comedy. So Sebastian goes to talk to Doc and. (laughs) Oh, what? He goes to tell him. Oh, yeah. I just came up with it. Hey, hey, hey. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. He's like, give five seconds or whatever. Yeah. To think about it. Oh, yeah. Savage animal. Oh, God. He's like, he's like, and Doc's just like, no. No. He's like, what? Rock and roll is a savage animal. That sounds like that. Like, that's a name that would work in the 80s. But, but bro, savage. I don't think he says bro, but I think it's all 10 news. Bro. He's like, no, dude, savage animal. Well, if the other guys like it, then go for it. He goes to the other guys. Give hey, it hey, five hey, seconds. Hey, 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 hey. Give it five seconds. Check it, check it, check this. I got a name. You ready? Savage, Savage animal. 
just like it's like it's like it's he's like fucking god of god war doesn't make me happy yeah like it's a, it's a bummer name or whatever it's a bummer name it's not savage a animal savage animal that speaks to me ten nugent says it's too predictable sebastian bach <laughs> Sebastian Bach apparently was listening to the Peter Gabriel record because he looks Ted dead in the eyes and he says, I am a savage animal. This band is a savage animal. This band is a savage animal. And then they're just like, no, no, that's not going to work. And then, and then, but then, bad, but then, in a talking head, Evan gets like a big, a big wig, and he's like, "You savage animal, bro! Do you fucking feel it?" That's what he did. He gets a wig. Savage animal. Yo, yo, yo! I'm sitting here, savage animal. I think his impersonation coming to rock you in Las Vegas this Sunday. Get ready for it, yeah. And then Scott Ian's like, this is taking way too goddamn long. We're trying to have a democracy here, and it's just not working. And then the show frames Sebastian having a flashback to all the crappy, terrible band names hey, they all get, came yeah, up Sebastian with. Yeah, Sebastian Bach gets a light bulb. He gets a brain blast, and he finally says, democracy. I'm like, what? And then, and then the guys Excuse are, me? And then the guys, and then, uh, for whatever reason, just... You know what? I can get down with that. Yeah. Damn. Evan says, I heard dem- I heard dem- Democracy, and I said, that's the name of the band. Ted's like, yeah, I like it. Scotty's like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Democracy. Can I point out, uh, I said it earlier, but I will gladly say it again. The show is almost half over. They have no song. The show's in five days. Hey, they have days. a song. Okay. Oh, they have. Yeah, that sucks. And they just settled on the name. Yeah. Rock and roll warriors, everybody. Dude, B-level rock stars, I swear. So, Sebastian, man, I fucking lost so much goddamn respect for Scotty in after the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I kept telling ah. myself, I kept telling myself, you know what? Scotty in seems a little sus, but I'm like, you know what? He's better than, you know, he's better. He seems, he seems like a better, more approachable guy than, say, Carrie King or Gary Holt. After this, I'm like, Scotty Ian's a fucking geek. <laughs> So Sebastian, so sorry. So now they've wasted all that time. Sebastian's like, all right, let's go practice the set. That's a great idea, Seb. Ashton. Sorry, Seb's our friend. Yeah. Who is also named Sebastian. Yeah. So Sebastian is there trying to. Baz. Yeah, Baz is trying to run the practice set like he like a set he's trying to like tell him about oh the intro that he always comes out to he's trying to direct traffic says what he's always does and jason's like um what is is this a sebastian bach show or is this this a democracy show all right and uh, yeah was this the part where he's like punishing like freaking jason yeah jason bonner right yeah, yeah. I was like sitting there, like, is Jason or John? I'm getting sleepy again. Either way, was this the part where he's punishing? I was like, I need you to give me eye contact right yes, now, because Jason. Because as because te- after Ted's like, let's just walk up and play. Sebastian, um, Sebastian tr- is trying to tell Jason Bonham to not wear his shades because Sebastian needs uh gets his cues from the drummer and he says, I need total eye contact because that's just that's how I get my cues and that's where I'm at. I'm with you. I'm with you. And Jason's like, I'm not supposed to be looking at them. They're supposed to be looking at me. 
or something. It was really weird. It was a weird thing. It was a weird, dumb thing that Sebastian was on. Yep. <sighs> Ted's like, Ted's like, Sebastian needs to just shut up and listen to me. As I just need to shut up and listen. I'm the Elsers man. I have Ted Yuji. I'm Chris Dragonhold. Daniel Mail. So far, you listen to me. Siani. <laughs> Jason is frustrated because Sebastian is being a showman during practice. Because, you know, he's throwing up his arms and all that. It's like, God, like, we're pra- wow. it's just like practicing. It's like, man, why is he like in all this effort? Yeah. And just like showboating right now. Later at night, Sebastian's wife shows up. Oh, yeah. You just have like Baz like, man, where's my lady? Where's at? my chick? Yo, where's my chick? I miss her so much. Hey, Baz. Oh, my God. And uh, for about. 30 solid seconds, they just make out a lot. They're macking down hella. It's Return of the Mac, and they're just macking out. Like, I don't think I saw Brett Michaels make out with chicks this long. And then, like, dude, like, freaking, like, dude, and like, Sebastian Bach is just gassing up everyone's like, my lady is so hot. I wrote, his wife just, his wife just looks like him. (laughs) Their hair was the same color, almost the same length. He was obviously plumpier than hers, but they wore basically the same clothes. I'm like, Sebastian, you just married the gender-bent version of you. Good job. By the way, while they're making out, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they actually were, but you can see Evan and Tara in the background watching the make out. They look like they're getting turned on. It's like, oh. Oh. Oh, ow. Ow. Tara wants to do a. Ow, f- ow, ow. Tara, Tara says, "Oh yeah, I want to do a photo shoot with her, or whatever." But I'm like, right. She's hot. But I, I wrote here, I'm like, shoot. I wrote here, I'm like, it looks like she wants to bone her. Yeah. So Evan starts trying to proposition Sebastian's wife for hey, his porn business. Hey, 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 you got a hot boy. You're like attractive. Hey, hey you're kind of attractive, and I, hey, I, I have a business that allows a. Uh, like beautiful women like you, the show was good. Hey, can you, you know? tell me if I'm bigger than Sebastian? Yeah, hey, yo, hey, you wanna, you wanna see something? <laughs> hey, you wanna see something? Oh my God! And Ted fucking Nugent of all people says, "I would never subject women I know into something this soulless, like doing porn and stuff or the photo shoots or whatever." I'm like, shut the fuck up, Ted Nugent. I've read your Wikipedia page. Uh, uh-huh. So, Jason, they're hey, at- hey, 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 he was young, all right. Ted was young. So were they. Oh. There you go. So, Jason, they're at the dinner table. I swear. These 70s rockers. <laughs> it's a, it's a, if you go on his Wikipedia page, it's a fucking its own page. It literally says <laughs> Ted Nugent. It, says, it literally says relationship with underage girls. It's a whole page. Of information. Oh, God. So they're at the dinner table. Jimmy, fuck, Jason, I read ahead. Jason gets everyone's attention. He tells them, I, I, I was confused. I don't, I thought it sounded like he implied he visited them or they visited him or whatever. Oh, he no, just says, I thought he just got a phone call. Okay, he gets a phone call. Yeah, from Jimmy it's Page. It's not like he doesn't play for Zeppelin. Well, yeah. But he says he got, he was taught in communication with Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, who, you know, Led Zeppelin, and they he talked to him at some point, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? You should cover this obscure-ish hey, Led Zeppelin they, song." Well, the, this obscure Led Zeppelin song, they never said they were able to actually play live. I think it was called "Out in the Tiles" or whatever. Was it out in the tiles. And Scotty, and you know, they're playing out this up the like they're playing this up like it's this big kind of moment. Jason's like talking about his dad and stuff, and how he came up with the song. Yeah, he was just sitting there, just all coming, it's like, "Oh, out on the tiles." Yeah, and uh, and Scotty, and as a talking hen, he goes. 
we got Led Zeppelin's like personal blessing to play the song. I'm like, okay, I guess so. And then Jason's like, yeah, you know, yesterday, last year was 25 years since dad died. Huh. Big sad. Then Sebastian Bach's like, let's watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we just got a blessing by Led Zeppelin, which even true. Like Led Zeppelin. That does carry weight. That does carry weight. I would be stoked. Uh, and we spent uh, like four months shit talking Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay. Like, no, seriously, if Robert Plant was like, hey, listen, I know you slagged us off, Marty, but you know what? If one of your bands wanted to perform one of our songs, you know what? You've got my official blessing. I'd be like, thank you. Um, okay, then. I'll be a suck up for a 15 minute phone call. Hey, I can fucking, I could try to creep on underage girls like you guys did. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> no, I won't. I <laughs> you were, but yeah, Sebastian gets there. Yeah, he's like, yo, Gilmore my Girl. episode of Gilmore Girls is on. Literally, how many episodes of Gilmore Girls was Sebastian? on? I'd have to check. Uh, I think he was on like thirteen. What? He, he's been in all their specials too. What? He's like, yeah, no. It, I'll look it up once we're done here. But yeah, no, he's like, he was never a recurring character, but he's a straight up Gilmore Girls alumni. I mean, obviously, people recognize him okay, for that, okay. for that hey, more hey, than Skid Row, I guess. Hey, is number one fan your mom, Deanne? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I just got cold. What, I'm about to say, fucking God damn it! I'm sorry, I'm tired. The Gilmore Girls. She a big fan of it, right? I actually don't know if she watched Gilmore Girls. I would have to ask her. Oh, You're thinking of Golden Girls. Uh, that's right. Now that, oh, dude. If Sebastian Bach showed up on that, she 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 might quit. Oh, I guess Gilmore Girls is something else. Yeah, it is. I thought it was else. the Golden Girls. No, Golden Girls is is about is about the four old ladies that live well, together. Sorry. Gilmore Girls was like about some like. I don't have television. Okay, I have to find shit to watch. So Bye. the entire time that they're watching Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girl. Sebastian is either talking through the entire thing or he's yelling at everyone to shut up. Yeah, you see, like Jason's like we sitting there, we're just barely even doing anything, and he tells to shut up as this scene can, comes on, and then you just see him like, yeah, I made sure when they says like special guest Sebastian Bach, he's like, I made sure in my contract that they announce my name first in the title scroll. Am I cool, bro? <laughs> I forgot about that. What a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, no, he's just a fucking Punisher because people's like, just watch the show and he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. Yeah. It wasn't that so sick. Oh. Sebastian Bach is the worst. Yeah, he's, he's the best, but he's also, Evan was getting pissed at him because he didn't know how to work the fucking TV. Yeah, and he's like, how do you work this thing? Can anyone show me how to work the remote? And he just it was like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Yo, I want to go plow my wife. So it was seven when they started. Oh, oh. It was like, <laughs> it, no, no, because it was like seven, I think, when they started watching Gilmore Girls. At 1030, then they're like, hey, let's run through the Led Zeppelin song. I guess. Hey, that's how Rockstar, they're on Rockstar time, all right? Gilmore Girls for two and a half hours. Two, two yeah, they, like, they're like, yeah, you had Scott Ian going. How long are these? Like, as an episode, I thought they were like an hour. I guess so. Well, either way, so Sebastian is like, fuck, I don't know if I could sing it. Robert gets so high. Yeah, well, we'll get on to that because unfortunately, I have to hit the bathroom. I do apologize. Oh, I thought you were standing up because talking about all this shit was getting you energized. No, I gotta poop. Okay, we will return. 
And now we have returned. You know what's good. I'm all fresh. I took a good deuce. You know what's good. Let's talk about Baz trying to sing a Led Zeppelin song. So we've heard before, you know, Sebastian Bach has had some good pieces of good vocal technique. I'm just saying, Sebastian Bach, you could say, technically is a really good singer. Oh, yeah, he is. However. However. This did not sound good. I don't know if it sounded good to you. I think Sebastian Bach met his match. (laughs) I guess there's a limitation to Sebastian Bach. He can't do Robert Plant. Yeah, I guess Robert Plant is actually a fucked singer. (laughs) Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, he's... um, Oh, baby, baby. Robert Plant's vocalizations are one of the great things in rock because they're just such an institution. Oh, the tiles. I've heard a bunch of people imitate Robert Plant, but like no one can emulate him because he's just such his own thing. He's such a... You you had a great way to describe Robert Plant as a singer. He's very masturbatory. Granted, everyone in Zeppelin was. Yes. Everyone in their individual parts, maybe the bass, uh, hard to say with the bass player, but yeah, everyone in their individual parts were pretty masturbatory in their uh, their role in the band. So after they practice the song or whatever, uh, Sebastian starts drinking. He's talking like, dude, nothing feels better than just get having a drink after rocking out. Or he says, yeah, after rocking out, just getting drink, grabbing a nice glass of red wine, that two buck chuck. Ah. And then he starts like hugging Scotty and talking about life and how Scott's his guitar player. He's like, I would never change guitar players. We're for life, man. And Scott's just like, okay, Bass. Bass. <laughs> That's really all it is. He's just like, okay. Out on the toes. They cut to commercial. And when we come back, they're doing the. They're doing the what's basically the porno photo shoot. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to get the photo shoot going and I want to play out on the tiles since I'm like, oh, damn it. Hold it. Sorry. Totally just fucked everything up. What did you do? I'm going to try to play out on the tiles. All right. But my fucking Bluetooth wasn't connected. So, God damn it. But here we go. Oh, yeah. The song that beat Sebastian Bach. Oh, it was on Zeppelin 3. So, yeah, this is the song that was fucking... Sebastian couldn't do that? Yeah, but I think it was because of Sebastian just be Sebastian Bocking it. Yeah. Sebastian Bach doesn't know restraint. Like, this this sounds natural for Robert Plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian Bach did not sound natural. Like, Sebastian Bach had to put in effort. Sebastian Bach was forced. Whereas Robert Plant doesn't even sound like he's putting in any effort. Yeah, he does. It's his natural swagger. Fuck. Supergroup is so bad, it made Led Zeppelin look cool. Because it beats Sebastian Bach. That's a good bass tone. I forgot how good they're you. So by the way, while you're yeah. in this port, yeah, well, yeah, you just sitting. Sorry, I'm just thinking Sebastian about like I need for you. So they start doing the porno photo shoot, like I said, and now or a porno it, or just like yeah. And now is the time my mom decides to walk in the room, <laughs> and she's and she, <laughs> she goes like, "What the hell's going on?" And she stays and watches. <sighs> Evan is talking about how great his and his wife's communication skills are as they're arguing. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? Wow, are you like going in like your note? Did your notes take like over? No, because no, that's stuff? what happens. Like, you sit there like, doing the pictures, like, oh yeah, do this, like, oh, you know, yeah, get this face. Yeah, yeah lift oh, yeah, the leg up, oh, arch yeah, the back. The, let me get the heels. And, but and then, then your it mom, comes to them argue, and then, yeah. And then your mom comes and is like, Edward. And then you're like, it's not like your notes took a dip when your mom came in too. It was like, no, because it literally cuts to Evan and his wife. Like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I think one of the things that helps is all communication. It's all communication. But then she's and in he's the like, hairdresser hey. place, like, hey, can I have rollers? Like, and he's just going on, like, no, you can't have rollers because you feel lazy or whatever. She's like, can you, you not get mad at me? Yeah, no, he's like, yeah. the only reason you want to do, you only want to do rollers, just you want to put more time sitting in the chair and not on taking pictures. He's like, well, I want more volume. Like, rollers put more volume in my hair no you're just being lazy you're being like wow a little crazy can you not talk to me like this hey can you not talk to me it's like hey baby baby did you take your meds did you take your meds all right i want to make sure she's like yeah she's a little crazy but she's a free spirit she's hot is this also the part where is this the interviewing talking segment where you just have evan in bed just shirtless yeah i wrote just here like, Evan's yeah, he's like all whisper talking and snarling and they're like snoring it's like yeah, yeah right like, like pornography. They, they think it's a dirty business, but it's actually it's really empowering. <laughs> the way Evan's talking heads are, he's like he literally looks like he's posing for his own magazines. He's shirtless. He's tan. His tattoos are glowing in the lamplight. He's laying in bed. Ha the, the the covers are covering one man boob, but not the other. Yeah, and he's just doing the like low talking, freaking snorting talk. <laughs> like about it. Mom looks disgusted. <laughs> she, she just sees Evan Seinfeld and she's like, who is this guy? He's like, hey, Evan says hey, while pornography, he's, hey, pornography is uh, pretty empowering. Evan says he's while like, he's photographing his wife that he's a predator of sex. It's like, I just want to say I'm a predator of sex. Mom face palms. <laughs> and then walks out. How there. old is your mom there? I'll tell you when she left. Trust me, because it's it's fitting. Uh, by the way, they're taking these pictures on the staircase where crew is walking by, yeah, and also like, people. Yeah, you just got him getting angry. He's like, "Yeah, we were taking hot pictures, but people kept walking in." It's like I think there's a other shit going on. It's super awkward. Yeah. Sebastian's wife is like, I don't usually do stuff like this because I just usually, you know, stay stay home and take care of the kids. Yeah, I I'm like, Jesus Christ, I Sebastian Bach has children. As I sit home, I take care of the kids. I just, uh, I'm just like, a, I'm just, a, I like, I'm just a fitness mom. I just work out a lot. I'm not, I haven't done this. I'm not on the road I with guess, Sebastian. You know what? If I don't know how Sebastian's like, oh, you're so hot. You know, oh. I don't know who needs to hear this, but people. If Sebastian Bach and Lips from Anvil can have a wife and kids, you can too. Yep. If that's what you want out of life. Yes. So there is someone out there that can handle your bullshit. How the fuck did Sebastian Bach get married? I don't know. Is he still married? I'd have to look that up. Yeah. It'd be kind of. I feel fuck safe. It'd be kind of funny if they divorced. No fuck. Really? You're you're gonna sit there and laugh after this fucking show? Oh. Listen, these motherfuckers don't exactly garner much sympathy. Yeah, no. So then Sebastian starts yeah, directing no. the photo shoot. But where Evan was trying to be kind of gentle and nice with his stage direction, Sebastian is screaming and growling. Sebastian Bach is trying to then get everyone to come watch. He brings in Ted. 
He brings in the crew. He brings in Scott. He brings in Doc. Yeah, he's just sitting there as like, wait, we're talking about Sebastian Bach. He's like, yeah, band meeting, band meeting. And you have Ted going as like, I do not like pornography. I think that's just disgusting. Yeah. Like, after pornography, after Ted Nugent says pornography is soulless and disgusting, mom throws up her hands and that's when she walks out. <laughs> he's like Ted Nugent. Well, I guess the Nugent's a very conservative American now, is he? It was a combination of that, and she's just like, oh my God, Sebastian Bach is exactly who I thought he was. Like, oh my God. Oh, because we're at the point, like, sorry, I kind of spaced out. We're at the point that Freya, like, they're just taking pictures. And it's like, Evan's taking pictures, but Sebastian's being a director. Right? Yeah, that's why he's I'm being saying. like, I'm directing while I'm erecting. Oh, <laughs> I'm directing while I'm erecting. By the way, can I point out, everybody, their show is in four days. Hey, they're having fun with their old ladies, all right? Fuck you! Fuck me! I'm sorry, I don't know why. I didn't mean to take my... Fuck me! I didn't me. mean to take my anger out Fuck on you. Fuck me! These assholes... It's, sorry, these four assholes. Jason Bottom's fine. It's because these four assholes... What does Scott do? These three assholes couldn't manage a fucking target. But they're... At, but they're... But they're... But they're... They're just... They can't do anything, James! No, except... They can't do a goddamn thing, and they can't do what they can do Right! And you know what's fucked? What? That's the end of the episode. Yeah, no, we live. And with them taking shitty pictures. Yeah, no, we get to the point where, like, Baz, like, gets this old lady to, like, freaking take off the, like, yeah, to drop her bra. And she's topless. We don't see anything. And Sebastian's talking about how his rod is exploding. It's like, my rod is exploding. Oh, you know... God made it. God did made it a reason why it felt good. Felt good to do this, right? And Sebastian, I don't know if he took Evan's camera or if he had his own camera somewhere. Then he just starts taking pictures. I think uh, Sebastian's been all hot and horned up in the house for a week. I away hate from his this life. show. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. I hate the show. I hate you for making me watching it, bro. bro I hate bro. me that I agreed to it. I hate VH1. I actually got so mad at this episode, I actually forgot to yeah, write down the preview for next week. Which, speaking of, do you want to explain our fucked situation for next episode? Well, I was about to. So, next episode, unfortunately, we cannot watch because our source that we're using is uh, YouTube. And for whatever reason, this next episode is down. Yeah. It cannot be watched. Nope. It just hops to episode six. Yeah. We have scoured the internet. I have tried to get in touch with the original uploader in um, a couple ways. The only we have two options. One, we can skip to episode six, which, to be honest, that'd be kind of funny. Two, apparently for twelve dollars and ninety nine cents plus five whatever for shipping and handling, I could just buy it on DVD. But you have to, which would be funny for a different reason. Here's my thing, people. I already bought the Brett Michaels cologne. This Triple D radio show has already killed what little bit of self-integrity I had. I can't, you can't expect me to buy this. That being said, I might be down to buy it. All right. Well, here's the thing. You buy it. When do we get it? That's the question. I could try to expedite it to get it quickly, but I would have to look at it. No. I also need some money in my bank account. Yes. Which <laughs> you have to make some deliveries and see um, when you can like see. If and hope can... McDonald's doesn't fuck me. No, but then that's the thing. What do we do? Do we just wait for the DVDs or do we take a break and watch something else? I, I, mm, that's a good question, actually. Well, you know what? Uh, the people will find out because I because I know we're trying 
to get back to a weekly format. Yeah. Something close to it. So how about we give it five set? We give it 10 seconds to think on it. And then we will let you guys know. And by let you guys know when we upload next week, you'll you'll decide you'll find out. Oh, okay. They, they, they got the DVD. Cool. Or, oh, what the fuck are they watching now? So yeah. we'll see. We will see. The show has ruined me. Right. I'm not talking about the rate, the podcast. I'm talking about this fucking super group. Yep. Because the super group sucks. You got anything quirky to say or do you want to end the show? Well, I think at this point we might as well end the show. Here hey. next week, everybody. Look forward to, hey, Ro- look forward to Robert ep- Smith. Hey, next episode. Yeah, look forward to Robert Smith. And then maybe, maybe, maybe. And a lot of voice impressions by James. Sure. Robert Smith. A Robert Smith. Because boys, boys don't, don't cry. cry. How's it going, everyone? This was the Triple D Radio Show with your boys, James and Edward. I hope y'all have a good one. Adios. Adios. <laughs>